Hey, this is Kane Hodder. I suggest you listen to Scared Stupid, or I will kill you. Scared Stupid. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are on episode nine. Man, we have we have been killing it. Terry. Yeah, dude. That's a six upside down, bro. Right? Blah, 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 blah. Oh. <laughs> We're out here risking our lives to continue to bring you content. Oh. In- Oh, yeah, we're in studio. Yeah, we're in studio. We do everything in studio. Don't you ever forget that. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, quick around the room, though. Joining me, as always, Mm -hmm. super producer of the stars, Terry Snow. It's good to be here. Yes, and the unaffected, my emotional support alien, Roswell. Nice. Yeah. Good to see Roswell here. Yeah, he doesn't have to do the masking gloves thing. Well, he's he's, he's already dead. Yeah, he's a skeleton, <laughs> but his his brain activity is what is you know the anomaly to me. Mm-hmm, that's he, true. Yeah. He's still up and walking around. He's just a skeleton. Wait, so he's a zombie alien skeleton? Basically, but I don't know me? if he ever actually died or if he's just gotten so old from that his skin just you know deteriorated mm. off bone and inside. oh maybe it's the atmosphere. Like yeah, his skin couldn't adjust to our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Then again. They say, like, the viruses would kill aliens. That's why they don't come, so. Uh-huh. Actually, Maybe. that's what War of the World said. Right. That's <laughs> uh, So, Tom Cruise wouldn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise has never lied. Tom Cruise has never lied to anybody in his life. <laughs> oh, so it's good to be here. I'm excited to bring you episode nine mm-hmm. with all my friends that have joined me on this nine episode. We've done a lot more than that. We've had a few uh, exposés and exclusives. Yeah, we had uh, Josh Hasty. We couldn't fit him up on that episode. Yeah. Um, that was our early days. We were like, yeah, we'll just fucking throw Bill Mosley, Scott Blake, Rob Finn, and Josh Hasey on one episode. And they don't even have to hear us talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the wonderful Michael A. Channels. Yeah, that's the last one still up there. Yeah. Go listen to that. Uh, pen pal of uh, Charles Manson. Yeah. And good friend, excess, uh, successor to his will and estate. That's what I hear. Which is not a lot, apparently, but uh, <laughs> a lot of drama and... <laughs> yeah, I got I mean, dude was in prison for a while, so <laughs> probably not a lot of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Assets. <laughs> yeah. To, to come to you after that. But, but then again, you know, he was pretty famous, so I'm sure there's a lot of money to make off of that. Exactly. But, uh, if you listen to the interviews, he really isn't worried about the money. And he, no. he doesn't even really want the will. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. But it, it's like the principle of the thing at this point. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I get... Like, he doesn't want it, but he also doesn't want, like, really huge assholes to have it either. Exactly. <laughs> he's not going to... While he's alive, if he's got to hang on to it, he's not going to sit back and watch somebody else fucking slander it and destroy it and use it for monetary right. purposes. Like, I don't want it, but I'm not going to let other people destroy it. So it's just going to sit here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it, it, it really is. Like he said, it's, he gave me a curse. He didn't really leave me. He said, well, after that interview, dude. Yeah. <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. And then bam, coronavirus. Hey, hit. He said it. He said it. He, um, whoever has uh, making the mask out of the ashes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, why would you do that? Charles Manson is going to curse you. And then he cursed the world. And then he apparently <laughs> just cursed the whole world with it. Like, geez, Charlie. Yeah, dude, don't do the mask thing. No. Ghost hunter guy. You dick. <laughs> that, that we won't name. Yeah, the ghost hunter guy that we won't name for copyright purposes. And slander purposes. There we go. That's the word I was looking for, slander. 
So we've had an exciting month, Terry. Uh, the world is. Yeah, the world is. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess that wasn't the best energy to bring. <laughs> Look, it's, it's a weird time. You don't know. <laughs> but... I like I we we uh, we put on our first and possibly one of the last wrestling shows. <laughs> Maybe we may have thrown the last wrestling. Well, no, I forgot. Vince and A W did the no crowd thing, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was four o'clock before a wrestling show, and they declared a state of emergency. Yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was like the day the day that we had Rush Wrestling Friday the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made that announcement that day that no more than 250 people could gather in a building. Mm, that was the first like limitation. Yeah, yeah, and we just so happened to be in a building that held 200, 200 people, people or less. <laughs> right. And so, and then after that, it was just it went from bam to ten people couldn't be in a room together and now it's like two yeah now they're just like stay home so we're within the guidelines yeah we Um, were we were one of the last and what's funny is friday the 13th just (laughs) happened to be our lucky day well yeah and i don't want to i don't want anybody to think that i'm trying to take this the situation lightly no no no. that's that's not my goal here it's just observations ironic yeah it's just a little <laughs> ironic if if you can look at it that way we were throwing a wrestling show on friday the 13th our uh, first one. First one state of emergency declared at 4 p.m show yeah. at 7 p.m yeah still had almost 100 people there mm-hmm. and a uh, pretty good fucking show yeah it was a great show i'm really looking forward to it coming out uh in the coming weeks uh yeah the trailer just dropped so make sure y'all check that out definitely go over to the rush wrestling page and check every bit of that out because oh my god it looks so good terry yeah bro cinematic cameras dude holy shit <laughs> i'm gonna cut that so no one can do it now yeah yeah just kidding it was regular cameras it was regular old cameras that we used and we had them set up on uh chairs and on top of some of the amps <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I, I i loved it like because there's like uh, never mind no never right mind. No, <laughs> I'm not the, never mind there's a lot of people going into that telling me how to shoot wrestling yes and uh i'm glad like we're not shooting wrestling like you shoot wrestling. Right. That was the whole point. So like when a lot of people were telling me these things, I was like, yeah, but we're, it's different. Like, we, wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to do it a little different than ever. And we're not trying to say that we're fucking just, oh my God, the next best thing, the craziest thing to come out of. Holy shit, look out. No, yeah, it's just, but it's different. It, it was different. We wanted to do it different. And, you know, we heard people telling us like, hey, I've never seen it done like this. Like that was the point. Uh, that's the point, brother. <laughs> like, we, we didn't want to do it like anybody else has done it. Yeah, I mean, we use different cameras than I think the only other people that have shot with that type of cameras lucha underground and so right. we we're trying to do something different and so yeah. we had a different setup yeah then most uh shows have you know it just it, we don't want to give away our our behind the scenes secrets mm-hmm. but i was very happy with how everything turned out so if you're a fan of wrestling and you want something different stay tuned oh yeah because rush wrestling presents friday the hurt teeth is coming at you brother yeah hopefully it'll drop in the next couple weeks on amazon prime and uh maybe wvlt they're kind of down to minimum staff right now production has kind of (laughs) slowed on a lot of things right now because of this whole coronavirus thing that's been going on so and even even the uploads on amazon to get approved have been slow but it will be out when it's out yeah it'll get out there when it's out there 
you know, a lot of companies are there down to like bare minimum human staff. So everything's taking longer. But I know Kentucky closed down like their entire Amazon warehouse. Did they really? Yeah. They closed their big one down out there. Yeah. I know they're not letting people into Tennessee. And I was like, I had to run to the studio the other day and I was like, there's way too many fucking people out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, Sonic was packed. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. You're the problem out here getting a milkshake right now. It's not vacation. Y'all are going to kill mamma. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You see all these old, older people too, getting out, walking around like you're chancing death anyway what are you doing you made her drink all that sweet tea now yeah. she has diabetes and you can't stay in to save mammon now <laughs> and God too much it. energy <laughs> do it for the mammoths do it for the mammoths bro come on <laughs> like that, that should be that should all donald trump should have to come and be like listen everyone <laughs> do it for the mammoths and then both sides just unite like, <laughs> we should fuck you're right we should do it Cr- uh, um uh chase on Halfle made a good point he's like tell them they're gonna they're going to cancel college football like <laughs> why are we not like promoting that every five minutes that if they don't stay inside they're going to cancel college football <laughs> i was like yeah that's a great point that would make knoxville stay inside yeah at least <laughs> knoxville at the very least would <laughs> not exactly. leave their houses and the vols are supposed to be like kind of okay next year like they're gonna win some games so so let's get it together stay everybody. in your fucking house Just stay in your fucking house for like two weeks if it was snowing you'd all be pumped mm. but because right i stayed in my house for a full week until i had to run to the studio and what's up with the like the the grocery store choice like if you had to get snowed in for two weeks <laughs> everybody's rushing for the milk and the bread and the eggs mm-hmm. but you had to get quarantined for two weeks and it's like toilet paper and hand sanitizer and right I, I like i get it i guess i mean the toilet paper is the weird thing and it just shows how like stupid shit goes viral <clears throat> yep. and even when it's like in the middle of an apocalypse like one person bought a shit ton of toilet paper and then just everyone started doing it for no mm-hmm. reason just because someone did it. One person right. walked out with like a jumbo sized bag <laughs> and they're like, maybe we should be doing that also. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think I meant, I think I mentioned on half was uh, like Australia ran out first. Like they were the first country <laughs> to run out of toilet paper. So when that happened, then all the other countries started buying toilet paper, whether they had a shortage or not. Oh. So. <laughs> it's like they're an island, bro. <clears throat> they're just an island, everybody. Give them some toilet paper. The I, biggest island. I did see, though, like, you know, backtracking to the last tragedy last month. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, shit, man. 2020 has been. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, rest <laughs> in peace, Kobe. And when Australia was on fire. Oh, yeah, that too. Shit. Uh, yeah, see? I remember there was a, a dance group, like, a like you know, you know the Thunder from Down Under strippers, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Australian yeah, yeah. strippers? Yes. Well, they were coming through with their new show, Australian Fire. Oh, come on. Or some shit like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, ugh. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, it it was not good. Thunder Down Under. The Thunder Down Under was so much better. Like, keep that. (laughs) Keep that going. Oh, my goodness. They, well, at least they at least gave like some of the profits to the. I have no idea. <laughs> after I, after I saw that, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I can't." Hey, he's stripping for the koalas, bro. They're stripping for the koalas out there. there I like. There's sometimes when you just gotta sit back and be like, "Is this a good idea? Like, is is this, right? this a good idea? <laughs> is nobody gonna be like, "Hey guys, this is not a great idea," right? <laughs> you gotta just like, it's not all about profit, bro. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's. Like I get you want to help out, but I just imagined a bunch of fucking dumb, hunky strippers. Like, yeah. let's fucking name it fucking It's Lit, bro. <laughs> it's Lit. <laughs> we'll give fucking 25% of the koalas Aussie and they'll love Heat. us. That's what it was. It was called oh, Aussie no. Heat. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's That's totally fine. <laughs> it's for charity. Yeah. 
So we're just shaking our dicks. Nobody's going to care about the name. (laughs) (laughs) Not true, buddy. So I guess we should tell people like some things, you know, to help them in this quarantine time when people should be locked in their houses. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming that when all this is said and done, the plague mask is going to make a very big comeback. Yeah, that's very that's that's popular. A lot of people want to do that. Yeah, so. a lot of people are trying to get into that. It might um, happen. Did you do you know what the actual like why the beak part was on the plague mask? Uh, I think it's because then they like burn like uh roots and shit in there like herbs. They yeah they well, they would <laughs> stuff it with a bunch of herbs and shit that yeah. like smelled good. Right. That way when they were walking around all the plagued dead people, oh. it didn't stink. So it's literally just an air freshener? Yeah. <clears throat> but it looked like a badass devil bird yeah, that's <laughs> walking true. around. It's, so it's very popular. Even wrestling, Marty uh Marty Scroll wears the plague Exactly. Mask. So see I see those coming making a major comeback. Yeah, yeah. So you could get ahead of the curb now. <laughs> Go ahead, decorate your own plague mask at home. Yeah, and sage kills 94% of bacteria, so there you go. See that? Burn some sage in there. Yeah, see, it has antibacterial properties. (laughs) I bet a lot of people didn't know that. It doesn't just get rid of evil spirits and bad juju. It also takes care of bacteria in the air. There you go. (laughs) Sage beaks. Sage beaks, man. Just sage up your beak and fucking go outside. I mean, I'm cool with it. No, I'll probably stay inside. Yeah, but but I'll probably just stay inside. (laughs) I would love nothing more than... I think I'm going to start doing maintenance in that. Just the big undertaker hat and the plague mask and a long black trench coat <laughs> oh dude come on they already think you're a satanist Chris. I, can't, like, push it. I don't want to push he's doing it. satanic wrestling events he's fucking <laughs> he's got a witch shop in clinton he's got that little witch shop in clinton you know <laughs> <laughs> fucking satanic wrestling events you know wrestling's for god we want wrestling for god like that old terry landell used to do down here <laughs> <laughs> whatever happened terry land <laughs> what, whatever happened to him man Jeff Cornette run him over. <laughs> Jeff Gordon. <ran> <laughs> so, the Winchester House, Ooh. the big spooky mansion, mm-hmm. for twenty bucks is offering virtual tours. Oh, of the Win- they, didn't they make a movie about that? Totally with okay. a Harriet Marion. Oh my God! Oh uh, yeah, the famous old lady. <laughs> yes, Marion. Mir- oh, Helen Marion. Helen Marion. Go. Good Lord! What? Who's named Marion? What is that? What is that? Helen uh, Marion. Helen Marion. Yeah. God, my. She does a fantastic job in that movie. I just watched it like last month too. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. Like I saw it, but then I was like, it looked like fucking some of that Victorian ghost shit. Is super dry and. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to get through. Like, like yeah. I didn't really enjoy like the Woman in Black or whatever it was with Radcliffe. Like, yeah, really dry. So that's why I haven't watched it. But I might give it a chance. Yeah, know. Winchester's cool. Just I, I just like the lore behind Winchester mm-hmm. that they just never stopped building on it. Did they eventually have they, or is it still what? It's still under construction, isn't it? Aren't they still constantly building on that house? Are they? I have no idea. I didn't know if they'd stopped yet or not. Uh, I'd have to look more into that, but you could probably find that out for yourself right now for $20. You pop over to the Winchester site and they will give you a virtual tour of mm. that whole property. I might check that out because I know zero about the Winchester right? house. Yeah. So I <clears> might <throat> check out that movie and the virtual tour. It's all about like, the, you know, the, the cursed 
the Winchester guns because they killed people. Oh. So So it's the family that made Yes, ah. that made Winchester guns. Oh, and they have like bad karma or something? Yes. Huh? Because huh. of how many people the Winchester gun has killed. That's crazy. Yeah, because it was like the gun. It was the gun that soldiers used. It was like mm-hmm. yeah, it was the gun you right. shot a motherfucker with. True, true, if you want to kill somebody, use a Winchester. <laughs> We need another one of those for like the military industrial complex for 2020. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> New Winchester. Oh, maybe it's the Corona. Oh, wait, maybe. It's- yeah, oh, maybe shit. it's. Uh oh. Speaking of virtual tours, Ooh. you can also take a virtual tour, and I think this one's free, of the Paris Catacombs. Oh. Yeah. You can get right up and look at, and I don't even think you can do that. I think there's like a few areas you can tour. Well, yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. Like the whole thing about the Paris Catacombs is like there's so much that's like never been seen, right? Because it's yeah. so like deep or whatever. So Maybe people have seen it and they've just never come back out. Right, right. Well, that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like the big thing is like you might see somewhere that no one's ever seen before uh-huh but the virtual tour you're just gonna see what people yeah you're see. just gonna see the like, what the tourists see when they go but yeah. the that movie uh as above so below yeah yeah did you check that out yeah yeah i watched it i didn't like it the first time liked it the second yeah time. cool little like <laughs> i like what they did with it because it was original it yeah. was it, that's i give movies credit for originality uh-huh. for like if you did something i haven't really seen before mm-hmm. okay i'll i'll give you more of a chance yeah, I think the well, it came out when like they're all doing the found footage stuff, and like a lot yeah. of those movies sucked. Like the Gallows, like that movie mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, so hard. They just made a second one. I don't know why. I see people actually saying like they like this movie. Like it was so bad. That was was that that movie about the kids that that hung himself that in theater himself class? In the theater class. Yes. Oh my god, no! It was garbage. I remember my little brother in middle school wanted me to go see that with him, and I yeah. was like, "You don't ever get to pick the movie again." Yeah, <laughs> it was PG thirteen. <clears throat> Um, the most like graphic scene you get is like him hanging himself and they cut away. Yeah. And it, oh, it's, it sucks so bad. Like I was so mad after watching that movie. That And that was, that was right at the era that it was, everything was found footage and cell phone footage. Mm-hmm. And the gallows, that was another one. It was, it was found yeah. footage cause it was like theater kids and he was like, Oh, I'm doing documentary about fucking theater, about theater. Yeah. And you know, I was a theater kid. Oh yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And I hated that movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It sucked. It was terrible. Dude. And the marketing. Oh my. Cause, cause it was the marketing. That's why I went and saw it. Cause they're like, yeah, Freddie had, or, or Jason had his machete. Freddie had his hand and fucking Leatherface had his chainsaw. Fucking this dude's got his rope. And I was like, Oh, okay. So, like, so you're, so you're saying you're, you're, this movie's inspired by those things. So I'm going yeah. to like this movie. You know, this movie has been inspired by the <clears throat> PG 13 bullshit that's been coming out since like 2005 mm-hmm. and that's what you got to put up with <laughs> what was that chernobyl diaries that one was you, pretty good see those as that above so good. below chernobyl diaries yeah. i really enjoyed both of those i went and saw that one in theaters and that was found footage as well but that one was pretty mm-hmm. good because there was a bear in it ashley <laughs> got me that for my birthday a while back and nice. uh yeah i i had never seen i didn't even know it existed and then i freaking loved it, it was yeah like Chernobyl Dodgers did a good job of somehow implementing cinematography and found footage, which Mm -hmm. is like nearly impossible to do. Right. But they somehow found a way to do it. So it was dope. And see, I've never understood the drive to want to go to Chernobyl and like hang out and eat shit inside of Chernobyl. You know, there's people that eat fish and stuff that come out of Chernobyl just to say they ate a fish that came out of Chernobyl. Well, that's not good. No. You're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> and like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> those are the people that aren't staying inside right now. Exactly. Uh, 
Been to Chernobyl, bro. You think I care about the fucking coronavirus? Think I care about the coronavirus. I'm fucking Zach Breton. Never mind. Yeah, we're, 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 we're slander now. You think I fucking care about Chernobyl? You think I care about Chernobyl? Everything wants to kill me in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the the fore life scares me. <laughs> Nothing has yet. <laughs> Breaking news: Zach Breton has, yeah, has Zach coronavirus. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> So, okay, what were we talking about? Spooky stuff inside your house, Terry. <laughs> we were <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> ghosts and stuff. Do you live in East Tennessee? Probably an Indian burial ground. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, there is. Well, there's one of these things. It's called, It's there's virtual haunted houses you can go to. That's what's up. It's on uh, frightbites.com, mm. B-Y-T-E-S. Mm-hmm. They've been around since 98. Oh, wow. Homie, yeah, they've got like adventure games and demon possession oracle readings. and <laughs> Yeah, bro, I checked it out. <laughs> oh, nice. It's, yeah. It's, Is it live stream of the houses? It's like, n- no, it's like they've set up virtual haunted houses. Oh, and they've oh been, so like, like, yeah, not a haunted house, like. Right, a haunted house. A haunted house. Like <laughs> yes, you like, go through and you can click yes. on tombstones and shit yeah, and yeah, interact with the scene. Yeah, I gotcha. So it's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed and like the demon possession thing. That was cool. The nice. oracle reading. You go. <laughs> it's, That's just, uh, it's like a virtual reality game. Yes, wow. but you don't even have to have the VR goggles. You can just pop it up on the screen if you're poor and don't have vr goggles <laughs> well, that's what's up. they're just prepping us for the matrix yeah they're just getting us ready for it man since that's where we gotta live now <laughs> like, none of you can leave your house put this in the back of your head yep don't even <laughs> don't even worry about it <laughs> what was this oh yeah one of our friends is doing a virtual psychic readings oh that's what's up yeah her name is uh a lot of our friends are selling nudes <laughs> yeah a lot of our friends are also selling nudes now you know i was driving over here and i was like i wonder if the strip clubs have really been hit by this if the stages have sneeze guards now <laughs> this is open up a whole new world of people that have only fans like oh Okay. I said it, I said the other night in one of my videos because I'm one of those people now that's also been doing live videos uh-huh. uh, that you know I think I feel like people, you did it before the coronavirus. Thank I, you. I give those people a slide. Thank you. Okay, like at least you were attempting to make it good before the coronavirus, <laughs> like, and not just like like I know I've always been curious. Like, what's that person doing inside their house? <laughs> like, now I know. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No, just. <laughs> Put some effort in, please. Yeah, at the very least, like, don't just talk because you're in your house and bored. <laughs> yeah, that's for FaceTime. You don't need to broadcast that to the internet. No. Be like, like, hey, bro, can we talk on FaceTime? I do love, like, I like the people that are doing online concerts and stuff and yeah, the people that cool. are trying to still do open mics and Yeah, keep people who were doing it before the virus exactly. is fine. <laughs> like, because mm-hmm. those are people that were making an attempt to be good at this stuff. Yeah. And I, like you can't fall. like right now is a great time to establish an online presence because everyone's stuck at home looking at themselves online. Yeah, but it's like if you just start now, like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like especially if you shit on people that tried to do it. Yeah. Before. Yeah, like if whatever. I'm with you. <laughs> this is not the thing to do in your house. Yeah. You need to go to the virtual haunted houses. Leave the entertainment <laughs> to the entertainers, please. <laughs> No reality TV show made you think you're all entertainers. But yep, but chill not. out. Reality TV's fake. <laughs> Have you seen that reality show, The Circle? 
No, I, I saw the movie The Circle, though. No, it's not the same thing. Okay. Somebody sent me a thing, and they were like, you should audition for this show that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And I looked, and the whole show is about lying about who you are to people online and whoever can convince people in the end that they were like the most fake person wins. <laughs> whoever told you that, I'd be like, fuck you, yeah, bro. Yeah, I like, came back, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, okay. Weird flex, but... <laughs> It's like character actor is not the same thing. No, like a fake reality star. It's like we need characters like that. Like you, you want me to convince them I'm actually the boogeyman? Is that what you're trying to tell right? me? Is right? Is that like I'm not doing that? You know, it's just an act, right? Like, like I, I have to live with that after this show's over. You know, it's just for the wrestling show, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just I just do that. It's entertainment. It's sports entertainment. But the movie, The Circle, is it's pretty. It's all right. It's like a low budget movie, so it's like all in one room. Yeah, but it's basically like thirty people get like. Well, you don't know. They're mm-hmm. just like in this room and they're on red dots. Okay. And it's called the circle and they go through like different trials and like have to answer different questions and if they get like caught lying then like. Oh, emerge. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All That's, right. So he was like, is it aliens? Is it the Illuminati? Is it some weird saw experiment? So yeah. Cool. And I usually hate movies like that. that are just like one room and a bunch of dialogue, but this one was actually pretty good. It's like way better than, yeah. That's, that's a lot better. <laughs> they used all their money on like makeup instead of like locations so. i see <laughs> yeah let's well, see I, i'm okay with that I, if you're especially like monsters and stuff like that or any kind of sfx if you're gonna do it mm-hmm. put money into it well you gotta you gotta because like you can't do cheap you can't do cheap like a uh, animation no or like a uh, shit what's the word i'm looking for like cgi it's, yeah it's not a cheap thing to do yeah it's not yeah you've seen cgi with millions of millions of dollars and it's looked cheap mm-hmm. so it's like you're not doing it like on I, yeah you're not budget. Out, yeah you're not doing it on a budget baller mm-hmm. just put that money into making it practical and people will at least respect you for trying yeah <laughs> i mean practical is expensive too you gotta you know yeah but, you know. that's true that's why you befriend people <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe yeah you're like it's, it's about the art bro it's just all about the art <laughs> you have died from exposure yeah so <laughs> Let's see, what else can you do in your house, Terry? You can stay in it. You can stay the fuck in it. You can, oh, what is it? Use the packaging of the quarantine food you've eaten to build spooky costumes so you and your pets can have a monster party. <laughs> it's like stage four before insanity hits. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned later where I teach you how to turn a macaroni box into a Frankenstein mask. There you go. <laughs> That'll be my next live video. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, dude, check I, that out. I'm I'm losing it, man. I, I, I'm not even trapped in my house. I still have to go to work every day because I'm essential, but I gave my mail away last night. You gave it away? Did you? I did a live video and gave oh, my yeah, mail yeah, away. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. Goblin Hoss was cool enough to send us... Just some surprise goodies as our sponsor, even though everyone's having trouble right now selling stuff because they've had to close. Yep. So I felt it was only right to give that away to somebody. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, that's shitty of me to keep that. (laughs) You did the right thing, bro. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But you never know what you're going to get. I'm going crazy. This is Crazy Chris's Spooky Cavernet. Come on down (laughs) and get something today. (laughs) <laughs> Open up the package. What is it? Yep. Just like a head. Like, ah. Oh, shit. I did that for uh, Belloween. Really? Yeah, man. I sent people like cheap Halloween props and wrote, <laughs> me- I wrote mean notes and cards to them. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
it was and people like paid they didn't pay for it but they you know entered the contest oh yeah to win it do they get, enjoy that yeah okay cool. I, there was some people that did videos of them unboxing it and there you go everything else oh, I, nice. I think i called one of them a dirty rat for <laughs> yeah man <laughs> really trying to get cast in that new rob zombie movie i just want it so bad <laughs> i'm pretty pleased buddy <laughs> after i talked to the rest of his friends yeah, see dude. that's Lu- my Lu- game Temple. plan i'm gonna walk in one day to one of his cast parties and, and no one's gonna tell you to leave because yeah, they already know yeah, you. yeah like, oh, you, you don't know chris that's <laughs> we've all talked we thought he knew you <laughs> That's actually pretty smart. Thank you. That's yeah. how I get a lot of places in life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just be at the front, security trying to stop you. Like, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. <laughs> Come on over here. Remember this girl's stupid. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, pl- I've got plans in motion. I mean, when when they allow gatherings again, I yeah. suppose. Because what's the worst that's going to happen there? They're going to be like, okay, psycho, leave. <laughs> No, I think you'd get in at this point. I, I really do. If you were there, I think you'd get in. Yeah. They're like, you know what? He's made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what he's got to say. <laughs> Throw him on stage. Throw him on stage. Let him do a tight five. <laughs> Rob Zombie loves comedy. Is that true? He loves stand-up comedy. Hmm. That is why he works with so many stand-up comedians. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Tom Papa, fucking yeah. uh, David Yuri, that was schizo head. Mm, in 31 okay. okay you know yeah, yeah. he's stand up chris hardwick was a stand up for a yeah. while chris hardwick stand up they he oh, loves uh, the guy from the office shit oh rain wilson yeah rain wilson there you go yep see he fucking loves comedians that's yeah. see that's secretly the whole reason i started comedy <laughs> <laughs> it's just another ploy i think he really loves clowns the yeah. comedians is just the opposite of yeah that. like it's a sub of that but I've, I've heard him laugh and i'm like you would be the worst audience member ever because he's like <laughs> <laughs> That, that's hilarious <laughs> like, damn it. fucking funny bro i need you to chuckle <laughs> gotta laugh rob he does i've seen he laughed his ass off at jeff daniel phillips uh three from hell yeah he improved that line where he's like yelling at his wife and then all of a sudden he's just like shut that dog up <laughs> he fucking rob like heard him say that and he said he got on set the very next day and it was in the script and there was a dog barking outside there you go <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jeff Daniel Phillips is hilarious. Oh my god, we gotta get him. I would love to get JDP. Yeah, thank he's you. <laughs> my fucking dude, man. He did. We sent them like twenty emails. I know. <laughs> Uncle Seymour Coffins. Yeah. Again, the uh, caveman. The caveman. The Geico that, caveman. I didn't know that till you told me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that launched his career. Yeah. That's what's up? He's that, hilarious. Yeah, JDP's super funny, and he's like a theater kid. That makes sense. Yeah, him and Sherry, I think, went to college together. Oh, I've seen like super old pictures of the two of them. Mm. Like, wouldn't it be a story if <laughs> Jeff Daniel Phillips like had this huge crush on Sherry Moon and he was like waiting for his chance, and then <laughs> Rob Zombie comes in? Like, <laughs> he was like, "Look, I'm just gonna play the long game. Yeah, I'm just it's fine. <laughs> He's a rock star. How long can he live? He's a vegan too. <laughs> He's also a sorcerer. He's also a sorcerer, <laughs> and I just I don't know. He's gonna live forever, man." <laughs> Rob Zombie will outlive me easily. Mm-hmm. I just need to be friends with him first. <laughs> so, speaking of mythical things, Terry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think we should do our most favorite first segment of the evening. Where is it? <gasps> the mythical monster of the month. Spooky. Yeah. See, I try to, I try to add some ambiance and theatrics to it. 
Is there a Batman? <laughs> not like Batman, but like, not like, but like the Man Bat. Like there you go, Man Bat. Yeah, there is Man Bat. Is I, there is there a Man Bat? I think there actually was like a Man Bat supervillain in the Batman right universe. Yeah, I think there's like a, a different universe where he's Man Bat and it's just like a weird like vampire creature. Yeah. So so maybe this month though. Either way, don't eat Man Bat. Don't eat Man Bat or regular bat or baseball bats or. <laughs> Don't eat any bats. Do not go to the wet markets in China. <laughs> yeah, bro. What? Why? They literally made movies about how this was going to happen from mm-hmm. the wet markets in China. <laughs> yeah, and then blammo. Where did that come from? Oh, no way. Like, I get it. It's culture, but like, <clears throat> just stay away from like some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, just really be selective of your choices. Like, I get it, bro. I'm not trying to cultural appropriate. No, but let's be a little wise about the things we eat. (laughs) Let's not kill half the world for bat soup. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I see them, and like like you said, I'm not trying to culturally appropriate anybody, but I've seen you guys, like, swirl live fish (laughs) around in a bottle and just chug the whole thing. Yeah, well, look, I only have two directions. Either way, people are going to like it. It's either I'm going to go conspiracy, and, like, it's (laughs) it's a culling, or I'm going to go... Why the fuck are you eating bats? Either way, they're going to be mad at you. Either way, they're super mad. So we just keep our mouths shut and podcast. <laughs> this is the only two roads I get to pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're super sorry about that. I'm sticking to the science on Scared Stupid. Go to half where you can hear my conspiracy about the culling. Yeah, see? Bam. Terry Terry splits himself up. And he, you, you don't get the same Terry on every show. <laughs> I mean, you should look at both sides of everything. Yes. You know. But both sides suck. Yeah. So <laughs> neither are good. <laughs> All right. Man Bat Pig. Man Bat Pig is this month's... No. <laughs> this month's Mythical Monster. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was time to bring a hometown hero in. Okay. The <laughs> God King of Social Distancing, Terry. Hell yeah, dude. It's Bigfoot. Oh. It is time for the man himself. The OG. The cryptid from the mountain that started all the conspiracies. It's like the Hulk Hogan of cryptics. Yeah, see, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's big. He's got 24-inch pythons. It's true. Guaranteed. Big, big dude. And he's balding. Yes, that's also true. And you don't know that his wife didn't leave him in a huge <laughs> settlement divorce. Bigfoot could be racist, too. I don't <laughs> well, well, he is does live in the woods in rural territory. They yeah. have weird beliefs. They have odd beliefs. <laughs> so, Bigfoot, there's goddamn not... Goddamn bat soup. This goddamn oh, bat hey, soup. Hey, Bigfoot, chill out. Chill out there, Bigfoot. Jesus Christ, he comes out here all the time spouting that shit off. <laughs> It came from China. Why can't I call it that? <laughs> Bigfoot, chill out, bro. Bigfoot. All right, can you go back into hiding? Are you quit being an asshole, dude? Everyone's dying. Everyone's like, I'm getting. I'm going to get Bigfoot on camera saying this. And he's like, oh, no. It's like you find Bigfoot, but then he gets canceled because he's racist. <laughs> Bigfoot wanted for questioning. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. He's just like famous for a month. Yeah. And then he gets canceled because he's racist. He's got to do a huge public apology on Twitter. I'm sorry for calling it the Kung Flu. (laughs) Damn it, Bigfoot. That's so racist. That is so racist, Bigfoot. (laughs) Especially. Uh, Bigfoot, is it true you are a Trump supporter? (laughs) And this isn't like Harry and the Henderson's Bigfoot. This is. No. This is. (laughs) He was way cooler. (laughs) Are you talking 
talking about Stoner Bigfoot? Yeah, dude, he was cool. <laughs> yeah, Stoner Bigfoot was cool. And see, there's a lot of different Bigfoots. That's true. There's so, like some would say because there's a lot of different people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the show Stand Against Evil on Hulu? No. It's got the uh, it's got Doctor Cox from Scrubs, the mean uh, doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. He's like the lead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Doing it. And one of the things they have like a government agent show up and they say, yeah, you know, Bigfoot, there's like 30 of them. They're positioned all over the place to distract people from government black ops sites. Makes sense. It's like, that's perfect. That's what Bigfoot's been doing all this time. That's like a terrible plan by the government because yeah. then everyone's just going to show up looking for Bigfoot. <laughs> Everybody's looking for Bigfoot all the time. I, if we weren't in this like quarantine, we would have had Shane Andrews here. To talk about Bigfoot. Oh, we were supposed to do that, weren't we? Yeah. Shit. Who, you know, who was who is better to talk about Bigfoot than Shane Andrews? I mean, the man that's seen him a hundred times, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, me and Shane, ha- I, 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 can, I can attest to it. <laughs> I've seen Bigfoot with Shane. <laughs> and cold, stormy night. Yeah, on a cold, stormy night. <laughs> I, will ne- I still want to meet, I, I want to interview the guy, the big guy from uh, Finding Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... I will never forget him walking around with a 12-pack of Krispy Kreme donuts, hanging them from trees, going, Bigfoot's really like trees. They really like donuts. So we put them around. I take a bite out of a couple of them just to show them that the Bigfoot, just show the Bigfoot they're safe. (laughs) And that was his game plan. He hung donuts from all the trees and then sat out there going, The Bigfoot call. Yeah. Like the sand people. That uh, the sand people almost ruined uh, my relationship. Let me tell you. Really? They travel in single file. What, what are the sand people no, so. <laughs> from Star Wars? Yeah. Oh. So on my uh, on my and Ashley's first date, we were in a <laughs> national park, and uh, she saw an elk uh-huh. walking, and she was like, "I'm gonna do an elk call," and she goes, <laughs> and I was like, "You sound like one of the sand people," and being me, I could have let it go there. But for the rest of the 30-minute drive home, I kept going, and laughing about it. I thought she thought it was pretty funny, too, until we got back to my car. She told me to get the fuck out. That's how you know it was probably pretty funny. Yeah, it was It was pretty hilarious. And obviously, you know, it worked out for the best of still. She's learned to love me. So, yeah, the sand people almost ruined my relationship. Well, that's what's up. Yeah. Star Wars probably ruined lots of relationships. Yeah, sure Star Wars has destroyed a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Like, you know, a lot of people say that he's the missing link between man and ape. Mm-hmm. Like he was the evolution. But why does Bigfoot not evolve anymore past ape form? That's true. Well, is, I think they say like it branched off. Right. Like, well, it's gonna yeah. If he didn't evolve. It can't be the missing link, and it can't be a branch off. So that's where they they're flawed there. Yeah, because if it evolved, it's gonna keep evolving. There would have right. been that like one Bigfoot you saw, and then mm-hmm. it, generations would have kept evolving. Right. I guess they say it's the missing link has like um, common ancestor and mm-hmm. further proof, but I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I, and I'm this one's honestly one that I totally do believe. Mm-hmm. To be pl- to be totally possible, Bigfoot, absolutely, maybe. But the the, the links and connections that people try to make mm-hmm. with him, I don't think <laughs> that's you know. If anything, it's it's like a souped up humanoid that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they've just let wander about. <laughs> like, 
I mean, it's there's a lot of mistake. I mean, a lot of bears get mistaken for Bigfoot because absolutely bears like to walk on their uh, hind legs, mm-hmm. which a lot of people didn't know. So raccoons like to stack on top of each other's oh, yeah. fucking I shoulders. Terry, forgot about that, dude. I will never. <laughs> what about a bunch of raccoons on top of a bear? <laughs> It's Mega Bigfoot. It's Mega Bigfoot Wendigo. It's the Megazord Bigfoot. <laughs> With our powers combined, we'll save these woods. Oh my God! That'd That's what it awesome. is. It's a, it's animals coming together to save the woods from people. <laughs> <laughs> Just a moose that like hurls raccoons at people like a catapult from its yeah, antlers. Dude. That's what it is. The animals have been involving. They just haven't been telling us. Yeah, they. Just- <laughs> They invented coronavirus. <laughs> They've been having secret meetings because you know what's gotten better? Hmm. Shit for the animals. It's true. The environment's getting better. Like everyone's like the the air is amazing. <laughs> like guys, have you noticed that in Los Angeles there's like no smog? You, you see the stars now. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are those things? I don't know what changed, but let's get back out in it. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, uh, I heard uh, in, endangered turtles laid 60 million eggs and most of them are going to survive yeah (laughs) see where usually half of them get turned into soup was it (laughs) what was it like fucking dolphins and uh what were the other things that came back to the venice canal oh i I don't know if that was true was it not yeah but here's the other thing but we are polluting because like there's a shit ton of masks in the ocean now yeah i saw (laughs) that too like we're we just suck man like we can't do anything right people are shit like but is it, yeah, it's having that uh, Avengers moment of the whales coming down the Hudson River or yeah. whatever. But uh, yeah, air, air's great. Uh, endangered species are breeding like crazy. Um, I think now would be the time to find a Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. They're closing down all the national parks. Uh, I mean, it's, it's possible. I mean, a lot of the endangered species, they're not getting hunted. Because right. you can't fly to mm-hmm. go hunt them. And you can't go out to go hunt them. So they're like breeding like crazy. So Which is awesome. That'd be like, crazy if the coronavirus is like, well, um, all these super endangered species bred a lot. So now we have like a hundred Bigfoot in America. Like, oh, that's what April's going to be, isn't it? The coronavirus the cr- is going to be over and yeah. we're going to have fucking titans. Yeah, titans are going to be everywhere because the animal kingdoms realized how much better it can be without us. We're going to have fucking Bigfoots and woolly mammoths back and shit. And oh, fucking me- megalodons. Turns out all this pollution's been keeping the, the old ones at bay. Oh, dude. That's, yeah, dude. That's what April's going to be. A bunch of crazy animals we thought were extinct. <laughs> Saber-toothed tigers and shit. Oh, dude. Come that's going to suck. It's not for fucking Joe Exotic. Bam, see, I brought it in. Thank you, brother. Glad you did. You got to bring it back to, <laughs> you to gotta, your boy. You got to bring it back to you, boy. He'll Joe be the Exotic. king if that's April. Joe yeah. Exotic will be the king of everything. <laughs> He'll break out of fucking jail and ride tigers, like saber-toothed tigers everywhere. Yeah, dude, with his two boyfriends on the back, dude. He's only got one husband now. Whatever, dude. No spoilers. Okay, he's going to have two in the apocalypse <laughs> when he's king. You don't think yeah. a king's going to get another husband? Come on. a king's going to have another husband? Come on, man. And it might be Bigfoot. <laughs> hey, it's a new world. He convinced two. That was the craziest thing about that whole show to me, is that he convinced those two totally straight dudes to just marry him and be gay with him. Hey, and meth and money. That, yeah. No shit. I'm glad he finally found someone that was like, you know, that yeah. was also gay and could enjoy the lifestyle with him but yeah. i don't think you should use meth and tigers to <laughs> convince somebody to... hey this is america bro that's right this is america i can't there's no there's no rules it's the wild west <laughs> do you know the plural for bigfoot uh big feet the, the, almost it's bigfoots and big feet 
Hmm. They were both used. <clears throat> so <laughs> either would be correct. See any big feet around here? You ever see any big feet around here? <laughs> or big foots? Big foots. So everybody knows about Bigfoot, man. We don't got to tell you about Bigfoot. Yeah, dude. You my, know. my favorite part about my favorite line from Tiger King is when he's like, if they try to come in here and take my animals, <laughs> this is going to be a small Waco. Holy <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that guy's intense as fuck. <laughs> I like that when the lady got her arm torn off, though, mm-hmm. he immediately put on a paramedic jacket for some oh, reason. Like, <laughs> that's my favorite meme on the internet. <laughs> now, he's <coughs> now he's a paramedic. That's the mythical monster of the month. Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's change up. He has almost as many fringe jackets as I do. Yeah, dude. You know he used to be in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. NWA used to wrestle at his uh, zoo. zoo. Yeah, that's what's up. When, when he walked down his hallway and like was scanning all his fringe jackets that he had, <laughs> Ashley just looked over at me and was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> man, it's inspirational, man. It's very inspirational. <laughs> That's what I thought. We could probably get Joe Exotic on the network. There's no way we can't. I bet we could. Yeah. He's super famous now. And I'm sure everybody's trying to get a hold of him. That's true. But we uh, have, I don't know, man. He's in jail. Yeah, and he's in jail. (laughs) I'm sure Grady County would be more than happy to let us pay them some money to talk to Joe Exotic. I heard he just filed a $94 million lawsuit against them. Against the, uh, the, 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 like, federal courts. Yeah. Jail or whatever. Yeah, for improper imprisonment or, yeah. yeah. Yep, all that good stuff. So, little coupled up, Mythical Monster of the Month, Bigfoot, and Joe Exotic. I mean, there's nothing we could have added to Bigfoot. No, like, everybody knows Bigfoot, man. He's he's a hometown hero. About 200 episodes of everything about Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to kill you all with more Bigfoot stuff. I just want you all to be around for the Mythical Monster of the Month. Uh, where do you stand on the footage, real or fake? On the the, the what's the famous one called? The, the uh, oh something with a G. I'm about to call it. the the JFK one, not yeah, that one. Not the Jabruder fight. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> that's exactly what I was sitting here thinking. It's not the Higgs boson. <laughs> no, it's the oh Bigfoot footage, Patterson Gimlin. Yeah, Patterson Gimlin film. Yep, Patterson Gimlin. Where you stand? That was a uh, proven. False. Oh, was it proven false? Yes. I watched a documentary on it, and they're like, he walks just like the guy. <laughs> like like, like I, a, one of the older guy, like he walks just like him. I think on like their deathbeds, one of them was like, yeah, okay, it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> and they died. Like. Well, look at this HD photo I've never seen. That you can tell is pretty fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, technological advances. How about that? That's wild, bro. So I didn't know they came out and said it was fake. That's what's up. Yep. They, I, I did quite a bit of looking to try to see if there was actually any legit footage of any of Bigfoot, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The The problem with this is you could fucking catch an expose with Bigfoot and people wouldn't believe you. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. They got these high-def stills. Now they're trying to convince me, dude. I've never seen it this high-def before. Mm-hmm. They must have revitalized it. I mean, he. you know, there's a lot of evidence out there that would suggest that, yeah, totally possible. It was a 67 they took it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. They probably had some good costumes back then. That's what I'm saying, man. Real fur and shit was on yeah. everything. Like, 67, 60 were crazy. And, and <laughs> yeah, wasn't one of them used to be, like, a, a costume designer or something? Yeah. Yeah. It all, like, it all, <laughs> like, you know, back then they didn't have all the records and internet and shit to dig around and be like, yeah, well, 15 years ago on Twitter, you said this. So. <laughs> now you're canceled, Bigfoot. Now you're canceled, Bigfoot. <laughs> Is this your burner account on Twitter? 
Bigfoot's not real. Uh-huh. Phony. It's a big, fat phony. He just has a burner account where he's trying to, like, disprove himself so they don't come after him. <laughs> Such bullshit. I just want people to leave me alone. God. <laughs> Ugh. Hashtag cancel Bigfoot. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Bigfoot. <laughs> Might be what we name this episode. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Bigfoot. <laughs> So well, that is since your everything mid-goal. else is canceled. Yeah, like you can't have anything but podcast now. So yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. So let's get on into some yeah. upcoming events, Terry. Uh, <laughs> cricket, cricket. <laughs> yeah, man. We are hoping. Um, I guess this should be a more hopeful list than an upcoming list. The uh, hoping events. Yeah, we'll have by fall. Yeah, fall's our big season, so let's hope. Exactly. So you know, we got CreepyCon August twenty first through the twenty third, Zombie Fest on October tenth, mm-hmm. and I believe the Secret City Festival has not made. They're on the fence right now. They're not sure because I think they're June twelfth through the fourteenth right. or something like that. So they're they're still kind of on the fence about whether or not they're going to be able to do it. But mm-hmm. if they are able to do it, we're going to be there. Uh, Outlander will be there interviewing some of the musical guests mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'll be there uh running the pavilion stage there you go and uh i hear they've got some some pretty great uh musical guests lined up for this year some uh, 90s nostalgia coming at you for once hell yeah dude yeah so i can't say anything i'm under contract to not be able to I talk hope it's about. rem it's i can't well <laughs> it's it's good is it? Oh, it's so good. Sweet. I'm super excited about it, and you all should be, too. I hope it's Blues Travelers. Oh, <laughs> that would be fun. So I'm guessing I don't want to give Yeah, up. I'm just, I really don't know. If I guessed right, I really have no idea. <laughs> I won't even be there. I'll be at Camp Deadwood. That's Oneida. right. Camp Deadwood out in Oneida that week, and yeah. which I also assume is still happening as yeah, long hopefully. as... Fingers crossed. Yeah, everything's okay. But to be fair, I mean, it's in the middle of the woods. They should let us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. As well, long as everybody's spaced out. We'll have you know. testing kits at the <laughs> and then hand sanitizer. Throughout. Right. So mm-hmm. see, that'll be good. It's fine. I went to a festival last year and drank poison water, and I'm fine. <laughs> drank poison water. I'm totally good. <laughs> I should have went to a music festival, and there's like all these signs, like, like uh, tell your governor to get this out of the water or whatever. And I was oh, like, shit. And I was like, what's that? And then I was like, and then I drank the tap water, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Because <laughs> everyone was like, hey, don't drink the tap water. It's Did like, you go to Flint, Michigan? No, I went to like fucking bumfuck West Virginia oh, for Mountain Music Fest. There we go. You can't drink the tap water, and they had a festival there. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Well, you go, yeah, and you like you have to drive through all these like these little like, you know those those like we like it's like four houses on like a one lane road like, yes. in the middle of nowhere by like a river. Mm-hmm. We had to drive through a bunch of that, and they all had like signs like "vote against this" and blah 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 blah. And I guess they just been fucking poisoning the water. So. Damn. Or just you know industrial bullshit. They've been West Virginia, y'all wild. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we only brought alcohol, so that's like we need water. And they're like, don't drink the water. I wouldn't drink that water. Looks like you're just getting tore up all weekend. <laughs> and hydrated. And, uh, we had a, you know, luckily we went and got water, but. Right, but Jesus, mm-hmm. can't drink the tap water all of a sudden when you show up somewhere. <laughs> that's pretty bad. It was fun. It was on top of a mountain. Didn't nice. see Bigfoot. Did not see any Bigfoots. Yeah. See, I'm totally hoping Bigfoot. I want to get Sasquatch <laughs> on the show. Have you seen the guy that dresses up like Sasquatch and plays jazz saxophone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sax-squatch. 
Yeah, he's in Tennessee, isn't he? Yeah, he's in here. He comes out to the Beard and Brickyard oh, out really? here and fucking performs, bro. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I want to get him. And uh, do you remember from many moons ago on Tosh.0, mm. the motherfucking Trailer Park Ninja? Oh, yeah. The King of the Judy Chop, Diamond oh, Dave. Diamond Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like right down the road. Diamond Dave and I are now friends. Yeah, he lives in Sevierville. <laughs> no. No? Even closer. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want to give his location away, but he lives in a trailer park near us. And I would love to get, after this whole thing is squashed, I would love to get Diamond Dave in studio. Yeah, because I knew, I knew like the big thing was like he's from Sevierville or something like that. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a lot closer. (laughs) He's a a lot closer. So he's right behind you. (laughs) And hopefully we will be having, we will be having. A uh, after the mini apocalypse wrestling show. <laughs> yeah, this is the apocalypse uh, trial version. Yeah, we're just trying it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a test drive. <laughs> so do keep up with the Rush Wrestling page. Keep up with everything on Outlander Media. Don't worry, we'll keep you all up to date on it all. Yeah, more wrestling. Yes, lots more wrestling. The people demand it. Yeah, they really loved it, man. We got some good reviews on it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any bad reviews on it. That's true. So I'm pretty happy about that. Can't complain. And the footage looks great. Yes, it does. I can't wait to see it all put together and up. <clears throat> it's going to be exciting. I'm ready to do another one. Now I got to stay inside. Right, we got all jazzed up. I was, like, watching, I was watching it the other night. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, it looks so good. <laughs> like I want to do more wrestling. Yeah, I'm so happy with it. <clears throat> So we got some sponsors too, Terry. Yep. What make this show happen? Yep. The Black Cat Curiosities and Outbreak on Main Haunted House. There you go. Man, those guys are so awesome. They're still cranking stuff out. They're yep. still doing online orders, curbside pickup. Curbside pickup. Definitely go help them out. A lot of these small businesses need mm-hmm. your help right now. Check out their Facebook page because they always post stuff on that, new stuff in the store. And you, yes. You can say like, hey, I want it right there on Facebook and curbside pickup. There you go. Yep. Easy as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mystic Orb has also gone to online uh, they've set up their nice. own online shop, <clears throat> and they're still doing curbside pickup. There you go. And both those places sell swords, so, you know, for the apocalypse. Yeah, so <laughs> anything that you might need, any kind of mystical item that you could need for your metaphysical needs for the apocalypse. Yeah, dude. We've got you covered. Still got those American Eagles uh, knives? Fuck yeah, Yeah. Dude. Go yeah. get those American Eagle <laughs> go knives. Go get the American Eagle knives. You're going to need them. Need them. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out i think both places have stuff on ebay too mm. like they're more antiquey stuff yeah and antique-y. i know uh black cat's got like cool axes and shit so you know oh yeah for beheading your senators so there's yeah <laughs> so there's two excellent places to go for apocalyptic needs <laughs> there you go the mystic orb and the black cat curiosity they're kind of set up like they're set up for it for sure yeah. <laughs> the, the both places have sage also to antibacteriate the air there you go <laughs> so bam Goblin Hoss, who be hooking us up like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the midst of all of this, they're like sending us stuff to say, hey, thanks for sponsoring us and working with us in advertising. Well, you're going to need a sweet post-apocalyptic costume. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. There's no better place to go than Goblin Hoss. Absolutely. Get you some cool patches, throw them on your costume. You've you got know? it. And buttons, pins, t-shirts, <laughs> hats, little figures and yeah. shit. I, I love it. I got this shirt that I'm wearing. From Goblin Hoss. Oh, nice. And he's got stuff on his Etsy shop right now for like four bucks. Like shirts for like four bucks. Well, there you go. Now's the time. <laughs> yeah, he's he's moving some inventory out. Um, let's see. Halloween hot sauce. Yeah, there you go. Yes. They are super good, super tasty hot sauces that will light your ass up. 
<laughs> but some of them are very flavorful and delicious also. Mm-hmm. He does have just a couple that'll, you know, burn you alive. Yeah, if you're worried about the toilet paper, maybe to get the flavorful ones. Yeah, yeah. I would get, yeah, I would definitely get the more flavorful ones for that. <laughs> and you can buy them in a little coffin. That way you can get yeah, you can get your toilet paper in a coffin. Your toilet paper. Your hot sauce <laughs> in a coffin. Pretty soon you might get your toilet paper in a coffin. Yeah, you might get your toilet paper in a coffin too. You'll be fucking dead before you find any toilet paper on the shelves. <laughs> Who else helps us? Out uh, otherworldly coffee. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe. This is my disclaimer on half when we did it. He may be in the woods in a bunker somewhere. Yeah. So. so we like to think that he's like we want to still promote him because uh, you know otherworldly's been there for us since day one. But we hope you're doing okay out there. Stay safe and please get a hold of us when you get back from the woods. <laughs> yeah, because otherworldly coffee, like they're cross country in California. Yeah, California's, California's like near martial law. So yeah, so we don't blame him for not <laughs> like. And, and yeah, I've talked to the owner. He's very um, not Californian. Yeah, he's very um, libertarian. Oh yeah, so he's so ready. He's, he's ready for it. <laughs> he's gung ho ready for it. So, but he's got damn good coffee. It's fantastic. It's coffee. so good. It's such good coffee. You might still be able to order some off his website right now. I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. I think so. Maybe. Possibly. Hit him up first. Yeah. Hit him up first, <laughs> but possibly. I mean, I've been, drink, I've been drinking 10 cups a day. Yeah. So <laughs> get on it. <laughs> That's because, you know, he gave us a shit ton. He gave us a ton of it to last through the, he, maybe he knew <laughs> he sent us enough coffee to get us through it. And I'm just stuck in the house, like pulling my hair. So I'm just like. 10 cups of coffee, five, uh-huh. five blunts. <laughs> Don't sleep, then sleep. <laughs> yeah. So, Terry, I believe with all sponsors circumnavigated and loved on some. There you go. We can go into our second favorite skit, yeah. saying, and segment <laughs> of the evening. Creature feature. <laughs> Almost passed out that time. Spooky movies. <laughs> Gets longer every time. It does. <laughs> That's what she said. Anywho, we're doing that now, Terry. <laughs> this is going to be a long segment because yeah. that's all people have been doing. Yeah, is watching movies. I got like 12 recommendations. <laughs> See, excellent. I've got quite a few as well. So. First and foremost, Freaks on Netflix. Mm. Good. Did you ever get a chance to check it out? I haven't checked it out yet. Good little movie. Uh, kind of a slow build. Mm. Uh, but I do like the uh, the kind of background that they set up for it, the background story that they pumped into it. Mm-hmm. And the, the overall uh, yeah payout at the end of the movie was good. So definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, you know, it didn't like blow me away. But original premise, and I liked what they were going for. Can you believe Adam Green did a whole movie about that hole? What? That's from The Marrow. No. Yeah, isn't that the hole from The Marrow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he did, didn't he? Yeah. <sighs> you guys can't see what we're talking about, but <laughs> it's really upsetting. Sorry. <laughs> don't Don't watch that one. Old friend of Kane Harder, <laughs> yeah. who you'll hear at the end of this episode, Adam Green. Yeah, I was just kidding. Totally watch anything that Adam Green's done. <laughs> he's a great oh, fantastic. guy. Fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's an awesome guy. 
awesome films. I just watched Frozen, not not, yeah. not Let It Go, the other one, right? Not that long ago. So <laughs> that was his uh, breakout. Yeah, pretty good. See, uh, what was the one I watched the other day? Just uh, oh, I've been catching up on the Creep Show series. I finally got Shutter. Mm-hmm. So I've been catching up on the new Creep Show series. I just binged all of it as well. Oh my god, so good! It's so good, and the practical effects just mm-hmm. oh my god! I'm doing backflips on my couch because I love them so much. <laughs> like, have you gone through all of them yet? Not yet. I'm on like the fifth episode. Okay, I don't. They just ate off the faces of David Arquette and his friends. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? There's... Is there a second season? Is there? I don't know. I don't I, remember that. I started, the first episode was like, what was the first episode? Like a, a monkey paw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the werewolf. I must have skipped an soldiers. episode. Because you're like eating the face of David Arquette. I was like, when did that happen? David Arquette is like a sheriff or something in one of the episodes. and I totally skipped that episode. Yeah, you need to go okay. back and check that one out. I might have fallen asleep <laughs> during that one. Because I'm loving, 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 loving Creep Show. Have you seen the cryptid one yet? No. Oh, okay. That must, that must be the last. Yeah, I think that is the last one. Okay. See, yeah. I love, like, there was one of the monsters that they did, um, I think the thing that came out of the can, where the guy was getting hammered constantly, and he oh, eventually... Oh, yeah, yeah, the they gooey did, monster. Yeah, they did, like, a CGI of the gooey monster at one point. Did they? <clears throat> yeah, and I was like, uh, why did you guys waste? <laughs> like, it was bad. It was a bad CGI, and I was like, it was so much better with... I think that might have been, like, the, the first episode. Yeah, that was, like, the first... That was the yeah. very first one. And then the little thing that grows from the, the finger that the guy finds, and oh, it turns yeah. into that cute little <laughs> alien cryptid. It starts killing all his enemies. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was pumped on that thing. <laughs> I was like, it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. It was wild, bro. Terrible movie to watch. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a spin on it for once. Okay, I I revisited Cannibal Holocaust Ooh. after it's been years since I've seen it, right. and I watched it again for the first time the other night, and just not not a good movie. <laughs> and I know I'm probably gonna get so much hate from the horror community for saying that, but I just I don't I'm all about gore and horror mm-hmm. and you know re- even realism in movies mm-hmm. but that whole movie there wasn't a lot of like cannibalistic shit holocaust holocausts <laughs> yeah there was like a lot of uncomfortable rape scenes and animal abuse yeah like you get like they drag that turtle this huge turtle out of the Amazon River. Yeah, that's the the famous scene. Yeah. Yeah. Chop its fucking head off, smash it open, all for a movie. Why? <laughs> Why did you do all that for a movie? Even Werner Herzog is like, can I get a plot, please? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah, just do something. I don't I don't know what the, what your plot was, where you were going, what. Yeah, well, I think Cannibal Holocaust, one thing, I mean, not, a, like, no fucking storyline. <laughs> yeah. And, and two, it's like. They did a lot of fucked up shit for, like, you know, just for attention. So exactly. Like, mm. And it, I know it gets, like, heralded in the horror community. Like, people fucking... They, and I feel like not many people have watched it recently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they probably just say it. They say it. But, and But also the people that, like, can, like kind of push that are, like, like, the black metal kids, too. Or like, right. Where their fucking favorite singer murdered somebody. And it's yeah. Like, like you okay. just like quit, <laughs> quit trying to just be cool because it's brutal. It's fucking real, bro. It's like yeah, but 
but why? That's not like why a lot of people get into horror. They get yeah. into it because they want to get away from the real shit. You and know? See, <laughs> I totally understand. Like, if you're in a survival situation in the fucking jungle well, and duh. you had to do that, yeah. okay. But you did. You're filming a movie. Like, right. And I don't, I've never seen it. I just know the stories. So it's yeah. It like one of the actresses pukes when they chop the turtle's head off. Jesus. And it's like yeah, because it's and they they kill this little muskrat thing and it's just <laughs> screaming the whole time they're cutting it open. It like yeah. like why why yeah. did you do all that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, don't watch Cannibal Holocaust. I know it's just famous because they're like oh they really killed the people and then like no nah. like no that part I could have told you immediately mm-hmm. wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, it, it's. I know, uh, what's that new Eli Roth movie gets compared to? The uh, Green Inferno. Yeah, is it like that? Well, kind of, but Green Inferno is more of a horror yeah, there's, movie. There's actually a movie. <clears throat> yeah. But can, in Cannibal Holocaust, the place that they're going is called the Green Inferno. Ah, uh, okay. So it is a pairing. Is it a similar storyline? Yeah. Okay. And I think it's just trying to be a little more cleaned up than, mm-hmm. because... I don't know where they found all these people uh-huh. to film that movie, but uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the, just not good. I, I didn't like anything about it. It was uncomfortable. And by the time I finally got to the part where people are dying, mm-hmm. and I know that sounds twisted or whatever, that I am but waiting. finally like, thank God. Yeah, they're not actually murdering animals. They're fake murdering people. <laughs> yeah, they're just fake murdering people. It's, that's the thing. People are like, oh, you'd rather watch a person die than an animal die. Like, yeah, a fake? A fake person? Murder? Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Like, yes, absolutely I would. And by by the time it got to that, it wasn't even, like, a good payoff. Right. It's like, I kind of wanted you guys to die a little harder for the shit you did. <laughs> so, not a fan of that one. Yeah, it's got the cult following because it's like, you know, it's got we, that cult story behind it. Yeah, so. we put it on our patch jackets and fucking love it. Yeah, bro. Like, no, not for me. A lot of shit doesn't hold up when you go back and watch it now. No. Unfortunately. Yeah. Like, I went back and watched Ghost of Mars, and I was like, oh, that's why it gets bad reviews. <laughs> oh, that's why it's bad. I still like it, even though I watched it again, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this kind of sucks, but <laughs> <laughs> I still love it. Ghost of Mars, John Carpenter. There we go. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, you can really revisit any great old movie right now. You can, revisit, re, you can revisit any movie you, can you want. revisit any movie you want to right now, but horror-wise, you know, I love Texas Chainsaw 2. There you go. With Bill Mosley. There you go. That was his breakout role as Chop Top. Chop Top. And if you haven't heard our interview with him about how he got that role, you should go back to, like, our third episode, Opening the Lion's Gate, and mm-hmm. check that out. For sure. And Pumpkinhead with Tom Woodruff Jr., Mm-hmm. Always an excellent rewatch. Fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, Candy Corn. How many times can we tell you people to go watch Candy Corn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to Pumpkinhead. Uh, yes. Just want to say, they announced the reboot. Did they officially announce the reboot? No, remember they did. Like, yes. And the- That's right. Yeah, they announced the reboot. And <laughs> I'm not I- shooting it anymore, are you? Yeah. No, I'm now, just <laughs> now what's up? I told y'all that. And I I texted. I mean, I was talking to Tom and was like, "Are you not a part of this reboot?" And he's like, "No, unfortunately, nobody's gotten hold of me." And fuck that. <laughs> That's what happens when you fuck with Pumpkinhead. Yeah, bro. <laughs> now we all suffer. Yeah, now we all suffer. New curse. Thanks. That witch put a curse. Thanks a ton. World. <laughs> oh, any of the Friday the 13th. Well, yeah, we just had one in March. So. Absolutely. Especially uh, 7 through 10. Ooh. Those are especially good. And why, Terry? 
Uh, Kane Hodder. Yeah, <laughs> because Kane Hodder. There you go. Kane Hodder was an absolute delight to have in studio. Yeah. He was just the nicest guy. We got him in here just before the whole <laughs> the thing travel hit. restrictions. Yeah, the whole travel restrictions. So we were very happy to have him. Um, got- I'd like to recommend The Outsider on HBO. Yes, I saw where you've been watching that. Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, it totally went a whole different direction than I thought it was, but uh, it's crazy, man. There it's you wild. go. Wild. Uh, from earlier on Hulu, Stand Against Evil. Mm. If you have not watched that, I feel like they kind of tried to go for a similar vibe of Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm, that was like the par- kind of like a parody. I think kind of, but it's like the whole subplot is there were 174 witches quote unquote that were burned uh-huh. in this little town that's so it's like everybody knows of the salem witch trials mm-hmm. but actually over here this motherfucker burned 174 people uh, like, that's interesting because i'm sure there was probably some radicals and right in and, other places because uh-huh. there was only like 20 something people that died in the salem witch trials and and like it was a big town, so you mm-hmm. heard about it. Yeah. So how many like backwoods preachers were just fucking exactly. murking people, fucking stuffing them in the woods? You never heard about it. It was the 1600s. Bingo. You only heard about the ones that had newspapers. There was mm-hmm. like six newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like, so they, the constable at the time, burned all these witches. Mm-hmm. So they put a curse on every sheriff and constable of that town would die. Ah, okay. So you come to find out that Stan is like a retired sheriff, and there's a new sheriff in town, this Mm. lady sheriff. So some reason Stan didn't die, (laughs) and for some reason this lady's not dead yet when the show starts. Nice. So really good. Very campy, but Mm -hmm. lots of practical effects. Um, They do use like the same blood explosion cgi over and over again which is pretty funny yeah to me like because it's supposed to be like a comedy also it's right. not just scary so very good very good stuff well, i enjoyed it like a lot. later ash stuff yes like later on ash stuff like the uh, army of darkness or uh, yes the tv show very much like that yeah that's where it's so like every episode like a different demon comes mm, back to yeah. try to kill stan and <laughs> makes sense yeah so, very good show. Sounds interesting. So there's lots of stuff. Yeah. You got any more recommendations? No. The Outsider is not a comedy. It'll <laughs> fuck your shit up. It'll so. fuck your shit up. <laughs> if you're not if you're not in the mood to be even more depressed than you are, do not watch The Outsider. <laughs> Dude, it's wild. The Outsider is almost as shocking as Tiger King. <laughs> oh my god, that's a statement. Dude, every episode of Tiger King, I was just hands on my head like, right? What? Fucking what? Because they always like leave you like you're just watching this documentary, and at the end of each one, there's just like this crazy twist. <laughs> like, oh yeah, by the way, and that's the same way with The Outsider, except ah, uh, Tiger King has comedy, so watch that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> watch that for some lightheartedness. But The Outsider sounds. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's dark, bro. Dark as shit, dude. I also never checked out The Girl on the Third Floor, which I have to do. Oh now. yeah, you should check that out too. Got to get through pu- CM Punk's <laughs> acting. But Both then. those are very gory, very like scenes you might need to look away it's it's rough yeah yeah i like gory yeah yeah i was i watched this because i was talking about the black metals because i just watched lords of chaos yeah about mayhem yep they have very graphic uh kill scenes in that movie as well see i'm cool with that cool (laughs) with like super graphic kill scenes and all that shit yeah it's just like (laughs) you know yeah, you know, it, weirdly enough, rapes really uncomfortable oh, the, to yeah. watch. <laughs> <No> and, <shit. laughs> and, and like, just yeah, the animal be fake animals. 
whatever. I can handle that. There's like a whole, I can't remember the name. There's like a whole series of movies where it starts off with animal abuse, um, <laughs> like a slasher film. It's yeah. like got a cult following. They're, they're terrible movies. I can't remember the name of them. They're really dumb, though. See, <laughs> that's what you get. Nobody wants to watch you hurt animals. <laughs> I, wish I, could, I wish I could remember the name of it. It's just like a really dumb bee slasher, but and it's awful. And like the scenes don't even go together, make sense half the time. See, it's just fucking dumb. See, like something like uh, it was Reanimator, where he mm. fucking like spikes the cat up against the wall after he brings it back to life. Yeah, like okay, yeah, that's <laughs> like it's part of the story. Like, yeah. <laughs> and a fake fucking cat. It's a fake fucking cat. So yeah. I can get behind that. That's funny. Yeah, no, in this in this slasher movie, I know probably everyone knows what I'm talking about because it's got like mm-hmm. a huge cult following. But it starts off with just like footage of like like um, public domain footage of just animals being murdered, and it's just like ah, okay, like why? It's a weird way to start off a movie. I mean, we're gonna get you disgusted immediately. <laughs> like, actually, I don't think I'm gonna have those chicken nuggets today. <laughs> <laughs> So there is our spooky movie recommendations for this month. There's a whole smorgasbord of them for you to eat up while you're at home, except for Cannibal Holocaust. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, you got nothing better to do. Unless you love that movie and haven't seen it in a really long time, go ahead, give it another watch and holler at me and tell me what you think. people that love that movie? I don't know. Like, I don't think I want to know the people that love that movie. I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, this fucking movie rocks. Like, does it rock? Doesn't rock. Like, if you're a fan of, like the story like mm-hmm. not the story of the movie but like the story around the movie yeah like like how people thought it was real and it was this whole big thing and that makes sense yeah but if you're like legitimately a fan you're like yeah this shit's fucking dope it's just one of my favorite movies uh, you I put it on when company's over <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah that's when it's a problem <laughs> so. it's like people that recommend a, a serbian film right don't watch that one. <laughs> I've still never see. I've never seen no. a Serbian film. Yeah, I watched it once. It was that's that's the one. I, tr- I you know I will give it. It has a very compelling story, mm-hmm. but it is hard to swallow. It that's I don't even want to say that. Gotcha. It is hard gotcha. to watch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's no copies of it anywhere. I've tried to find. I could probably buy a physical copy of it, but yeah, I saw one at McKay's once. <laughs> probably. And they're like, we we'll give it to you. No, yeah, yeah. I'll get uh, like a Serbian fin- film has a storyline, mm-hmm. a good storyline. It has cinematography. It just has some of the most fucked up shit I've ever seen in a movie. Like, damn, super fucked up. That's saying something too. No, yeah, I wouldn't watch it. It's, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of gore and kills and murder, yeah, I think it's time, Terry, that we take it over to the maestro of murder. <laughs> Yeah, the man behind the mask, Mr. Kane Hodder, Yeah, with this Scared Stupid exclusive interview with the one, the only Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th franchise. Listen to all the awesome stuff that he tells us Mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, little bits and clips that most of you maybe didn't know. (laughs) Hear him yell at traffic. Yeah, hear him yell at traffic in the studio. (laughs) He was just yelling out the window. Yeah, he was yelling right out the window at traffic as they went by. He go inside. (laughs) Yeah, he threatened to murder somebody while he was here kane's just a delightful person i think he threatened to murder us he did if i called him a delightful person oh it was just did and i just totally just did (laughs) i just can't speak ill of him because he was so cool to me so ladies and gentlemen without further ado please put your hands together and your listening ears on for mr kane hotter and we'll be back with more scared stupid next month 
Hello, hello, hello again, all my funky fiends out there. It is I, the Grand Duke of Spook, Chris Bell, here with another hard-hitting interview. And this time, I got something special for you. Today, we have a legend in his own right. That's right. He is the legendary Kane Hodder. Explosions. Kane, how are you doing, my friend? Wow, you really spare no expense with the uh, uh, special effects. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, the pyro and everything. We really sprung for this one. The verbal explosions, fantastic. (laughs) Thank you so much. We we just really, you know, I appreciate you coming down here to uh, talk to us in person, you know, uh, because we we don't do call-in interviews here, so. We're, we, right. really, we really appreciate That's you That's why being. I'm here. That's right, man. That's why I'm here. I know it might have been a long flight for you, but Kane, we want to get started with kind of where you got started. So where, you know, you began this journey. I mean, uh, most of the fans know I've been a stuntman for 43 years now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was, you know, all I ever at the beginning intended to do was was uh was do stunts and you know i was happy you know it took forever to get working so i could make a living but once i did uh i was having a great career and then john beekler came along and suggested that i play jason and i was like you know honored first of all because i loved the character right uh the previous six films and the fact that he wanted me to now play the character and that, you know, nobody had done it more than once uh, in the first six movies. So it wasn't that hard for him to convince them to give me a shot. So I did a screen test and everything. And right. uh, they they approved it and started playing Jason. I also most of the time would stunt coordinate the Friday movies that I did because, you know, I'm involved in most of the action. So... Right. It only makes sense to uh, to um, you know have me coordinate because I'm going to be doing some of the stunts. So, absolutely. Hey, who is this guy looking at us through the window? I'm going to kill him in right. a minute. I I, th- oh, I would tell, love that. Oh, tell him to get out of here. You need to. Hey, hey, buddy, you're bothering Kane Hodder. Get out of here before he kills you. All right, here we go. Oh, what a <laughs> goofy looking. Yeah. Can I swear on this? Or absolutely. No? What a goofy-looking motherfucker that was. Yes! <laughs> he's got to be one of the higher-ups. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He, he's one of the, you know, we don't talk about him, uh, you know, in front of him or anything. But. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you are so much fun. This, this is great. This is a dream come true, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, you know, you talk about people that you've killed and, you know, threatening to kill people. You, I understand, have killed more people on screen than any other actor yes i think that is accurate that uh i have murdered i say murdered because you know if you just say killing then somebody could say well you know stallone gunned down 40 guys right at one time so i say murders because that's one at a time murders with on with hands on so I think I've murdered more people on film than any actor in history. I can, and I, if you know, if it's, somebody wants to dispute that, then go ahead. No, probably fucking kill you too. So. <laughs> 
That's right. We'll add to the total, to the death toll. Yeah. So I'm not done yet, by the way. Oh yeah, I'm I'm so glad to hear that. I mean, just looking at your filmography that of ups upcoming stuff you have. I mean, I think you also have the longest list of stuff coming out of any actor out there. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I just had a movie come out uh, this past Friday in theaters, the Impractical Jokers movie. Oh. Um, yeah. So those are those guys are all friends of mine in particular. Uh, Brian Quinn, and uh, so I did the movie with him. I did. I was a stunt coordinator, and then I also uh, played a character. I played uh, Paula Abdul's bodyguard in the movie, so it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. And you've stunt coordinated and been a stunt man in about like what over 170 films, right? Yeah, something like that, right? Good lord, you have been a busy beaver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering the first few years I barely worked because if you're not the uh a, a family member of a an established stunt person, yeah. when you try to get into this business, it is really difficult because you have no I guess what they might say pedigree behind you, you know, like your uncle was known in the business, your right. father, your mother, Whoever that always helps because oh you're you're so and so's kid oh all right. right so you must be qualified even though you know it, it doesn't necessarily mean you are it just helps a lot and I didn't know anybody so it's a very difficult uh, process or it can be Damn. and uh, once you you get going and uh, start making a living it's the most rewarding thing because this is something you've always dreamed of doing for a career and now you're actually making it a career. It's an amazing feeling. Right. And I mean, you've made quite the career out of it too. Um, I know. So for the Friday, the 13th franchise, since you did seven through 10 out of all of those, which, which was your favorite Jason, which was your favorite look? Uh, favorite look was part seven. Oh yeah. And, and also my favorite, uh, movie and and you got to remember that the storyline was the girl had tel telekinetic powers, right? So she could make things happen to Jason. So out of all the movies, even until the most recent ones, out of all of them, that one had Jason doing the most stunts by far, because usually Jason is inflicting the stunt activity on the other people, right. so they have to do the stunts. But, you know, there were so many stunts to do in that. And I, it's my favorite fire stunt that I've ever done. And, uh, you know, yeah. so many other things I got to do in that movie. Plus, the look of Jason was, I think, the scariest in all the movies. Absolutely. I mean, he's got, you know, you got the chain on you and you're just big and burly and intimidating. And, yeah, out of all of them, I agree. Number seven is definitely the most intimidating. Yeah, and and the makeup was great once the hockey mask came off. And, yes, you know, just a it was just a great movie. Plus, you know, anytime it's your first movie playing a character, I think you're gonna, you know, probably be a little more partial to it. Just like when I did the Hatchet movies, I've done four of those also, but the first one still is my favorite of those because. It was a whole different character, and right. this was a character that I took on from the beginning. So, yeah. 
you know, I thought when I started playing Jason, I had my own ideas about how Jason should move and stuff. But I also tried to remember some of the past stuff that Jason was kind of known for. Yeah. And I tried to incorporate that because, I mean, that's, you know, that's doing a character justice. You can't just ignore six other performances uh, as that character, you know, take what they did and use what you liked and modify it and stuff like that. And that's what I did. Absolutely. And see, I like that you said that you brought your own, you know, things to it because a lot of people, I think, don't understand that it's more than just putting a costume on. You're not just putting a mask on and well, walking around, and that's what's sure. scary. For sure. Yeah. And, and you know, I and one of the things that, one of my signature things that people always talk about of me playing the character is the breathing thing. Yes. Where you can see, you know, because I would watch the previous movies, and if Jason was standing there staring at me at or at someone, Mm-hmm. He looks like he could have been a mannequin. So I thought, what can I do to make him look like he's about to explode, even though he's basically standing motionless? Right. And I practiced some things and came up with the breathing where kind of the heaving chest looked like, oh, my God, he's about to do something, even though he's just standing there. Right. So that, you know, kind of was my what turned out to be my signature thing. And then the way... I walk as Jason. I, I always, you probably heard me say this before, but um, I, people will always, not so much anymore because they've heard me explain it, but early on, people would see me at conventions and stuff and say, uh, oh, do the Jason walk. <laughs> and I would, I, my response was, well, I mean, uh, that's just kind of how I walk. Right. So that's why it didn't look like I was acting because I just walked the way I always walked. So I guess I just always walked like Jason. And recently I've been saying in interviews that, and I'm always ready for people to roll their eyes, but I really feel like I was born to play that character. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, and people go, oh, please, God, come on, don't be so method like Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker or something, <laughs> you know, but I just, I really feel like it was a perfect type of character for me to play yes. because I, I wasn't really doing a lot of dialogue back then. So yeah. it was nice to not have to worry about that aspect and just focus on the physical stuff. Right. And I mean, obviously you did such a good job. They brought you back <laughs> several times beyond anyone else. Right. So, is there a favorite murder that you have, like a favorite murder moment out of all the murders you've had on screen? What is the most satisfying for you? Well, now, I don't know if you're saying favorite kill of all time or just favorite Jason kill. You know, there's two different answers. Absolutely. You know what? Let's, let's split them both up. What's your favorite Jason kill? Favorite Jason kill? Um... The, I'll say the honorable mentions yes, first yes, are yes. punching the dude's head off on the roof. Yes, in yes. Uh, freezing the fucking woman's head in liquid nitrogen and then smashing it on the counter. Classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, oh, I mean, but the, the ultimately my favorite Jason kill 
is the sleeping bag. Yes. <laughs> because it's easy to kill someone with a weapon. Right. But when you kill someone with something that's not a weapon, that's far more creative. And when I first read that in the script, uh, uh -huh. I said, oh, my God, this is amazing. I have to make it so powerful. And, you know, when, it, when you see me drag the sleeping bag out of the tent, yeah. there's a stunt, a stunt girl is in it kicking around. So you can tell that there's a real person in there. Right. Now, of course, when I swing it against the tree, there is now a 90-pound dummy in there. <laughs> uh, and I... I I knocked I hit it against the tree like I think five times. Yeah. But wait, when they edited, Beekler thought it was much more powerful to just smash it once and drop it and go. Yeah. And I agree with him. That was that was the way to go. I mean, you know, he Beekler John Beekler. Unfortunately, we lost him recently, and yes. he completely changed my career, and I'll always be indebted to him because I was happy being a stuntman. I never thought I would sign an autograph because that's not, you know, stunt people don't typically get very much recognition and I, right. that's not what I was after. But then when I played Jason and all of a sudden everything changed and people wanted me to come to events and sign things, I was very grateful. So I'll always, I feel like I'm one of those guys that'll always be humble about that yeah. because I never expected it. Right. And I just wish Beekler was still around. Yes, I think a lot of us do. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think that's so awesome that you can work with someone like that that is so, you know, sees the potential that he did in you, that he can look at you and go, you know, this is more than a stuntman. This is someone that does need to be in the spotlight, someone that can bring this right. character and, to life. And, and the fact that some of the previous guys and even guys after me have been taller, but... Mm -hmm. It was Beekler's opinion. It was far more important for the person to move correctly than be just very tall. Because just because you're tall doesn't mean you can be intimidating. Exactly. And I think some of the other people were not. And oh, and so we never got to my favorite all-time kill. Yes, your favorite all-time kill. Is, it happens to be in the first Hatchet movie, and it's uh, when the... Uh, older woman tries to run away from me, and uh, <laughs> yes. I grab her from behind and put my hands in her mouth and rip her head apart. So <laughs> yes. that is so well edited. Adam Green, John Beekler changed my career, and then Adam Green uh, extended it by giving me another character to play. And right. that kill is so well edited that it's so powerful. And then honorable mentions of hatchet kills are uh, in the most recent movie, Victor Crowley. Mm -hmm. There's a kill involving uh, uh, a woman who tries to call for help on her cell phone. Uh -huh. And uh, I, I don't care for that. So <laughs> I rip her arm off and I put it somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but oh, yeah. <laughs> it's that Melissa Rose, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, and yeah. I've done, you know, I've killed Felissa, I, uh, Tiffany Sheppis is a good friend of mine. In fact, the three of us do a podcast yeah. for Fangoria called Casualty Friday. Oh yeah. And you know, 
and Tiffany was in Victor Crowley also, as was Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers. So oh, cool. I got to make sure all of them died. <laughs> That's a special friend in Kane Hodder. Like, if he murders you, you know he loves you. <laughs> That's right. That's true. And because, you know, I, I just went on the Impractical Jokers cruise with them. Adam Green and I both went. Oh, cool. Uh, the Impractical Jokers are so big that they fill a cruise ship with their fans. Wow. And who pay to go of course yeah uh and and you know brian q always talks about the fact that he used to have pictures of me from jason takes manhattan in his bedroom when he was a kid (laughs) and you know so he was always a big fan of mine yeah i've always been a fan of his since he started doing this show so it was kind of a cool thing that we were able to become friends right like you know kindred spirits it was meant to be (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So you have been doing the Casualty Friday podcast um, with Fangoria. How's how's that been going? Ah, oh, it's great. We just started uh, season three. Yes. Uh, we did a few few episodes, uh, and uh, it's it's so easy because you know, just like the Impractical Jokers, I, I hate to keep bringing it up, but oh no. They are successful because of their chemistry. Right. Of the four guys. Absolutely. So, Tiffany, Felissa, and I have a great chemistry also, and it's effortless to do that podcast. We we do episodes that are like 45, 50 minutes long, right. something like that. And without fail, they they start telling us we got to wrap it up, and we're like, what, already? Because <laughs> it's so easy for us to talk. And and discuss whatever topic it is that the time just flies and it's it's just a lot of fun. Well, see, that's what you want. That's awesome when you can enjoy the people you work with. Yeah, I know. I enjoy. I, I've watched a few episodes of your podcast. I enjoy what you guys have going on. I particularly liked um, you guys talking about the term icon. And your, oh, right. <laughs> and your feelings towards that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's a kind of an uncomfortable term right. for me. I understand why people use it, but I, I, you know, I don't care to use it on myself, certainly. And, you know, uh, horror personality, yeah. There we okay. go. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But you are up there, one of the greats, you know. And so, Thank you. so you've been doing a lot of these, a lot of cons and stuff, right? How long have you been doing conventions for now? Uh, really, it's bizarre because as soon as we finished shooting Friday Part Seven, mm-hmm. which uh, was in the end of May, I believe, uh, in '88. Yes. As soon as we finished, Fangoria used to do a bunch of conventions and. Mm-hmm. They were having one in L.A., and John Beekler was there as a guest speaker mm-hmm. to announce that he had a new Friday movie coming out. Ah. And we had just finished shooting, and the movie wasn't out yet. But, mm-hmm. oh, no, so it was a, it was before May, so it was more like April or something. But um, he was doing a presentation, uh, you know, a, a panel about his career and about the movie, and then he said, oh, by the way, the the new Jason is in the audience and he had me stand up and, and 
you know, I waved and everything. I sat back down and listened to him for a while longer. Yeah. And then uh, I wanted to walk around the convention, so I walked out of the room and uh, walked down the hall looking at the convention and realized there were 30 people following me <laughs> wanting to take pictures and have me sign stuff, even though the movie wasn't even out yet. Wow. So it was it was quite an experience. So I've been doing conventions since 1988. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, can, I can just imagine you looking behind you like, what the fuck are all these people doing following me? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and I do typically write, a, write around 20 a year wow. conventions. So oh, that's a lot of conventions over the past oh, whatever yeah. – 32 years now. Yeah, wow. that's impressive. <laughs> wow. Do you have like a favorite con moment? Like so just, you know, it can be good, it can be bad, but just a very memorable con moment for you. Well, you know, it's so many memorable things have happened at cons, but what's so amazing is when somebody will come up to me, you know, there's somebody like, you know, uh, 30 years old and saying uh, they're a fan and everything and yeah. they've watched the movies and then they show me a picture of me holding them at a convention when they were an infant. Whoa. <laughs> it's happened several times where I'm holding a little baby that's probably a year old <laughs> and now they're standing in front of me at 30 years of age. So... I, I uh, obviously I pick them up and hold them the same way I did before. But of course, and we do a new picture. <laughs> <laughs> that... Sometimes they're not quite as easy to right? pick up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just a, a, a very, uh, I guess, not sobering, but just a, a very touching thing to think that you know I knew them when they were just born, and now they're back. Right. I mean, it tur turns out Jason Voorhees is a big old softy. <laughs> That's right. He's got a heart of gold. <laughs> I do, but if you um, tell anybody that, I'll smash you in the face until it's mush. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that part out. We we won't we won't release that part of the interview. <laughs> um, Jesus. So, so I hear that you make a uh, pretty regular habit of doing something awesome, which is visiting a lot of burn centers and burn units. Uh, yeah, I do whenever I can because, you know, you already know, everybody, most of the fans know I was burned in my first year in the stunt business. Mm -hmm. uh, badly, very badly, still carrying the scars. Of course, because if you burn badly enough, you'll have the scars for the rest of your life. Right. And, um, you know, I know it's the type of medical situation where, because I was there, yeah. where if someone tells you what to expect in your future mm -hmm. as a result of being burned, if you cannot look at them and see burn scars on them, yeah. Then the first thing in your mind, and it was me and a lot of people I've talked to, the first thing you're thinking of, you don't know. Yeah. I know you're just trying to help me, but you don't really know. Mm -hmm. If you can get me somebody that has burn scars on them, yeah. then have that person tell me what to expect. I'll listen all day long. Right. Because 
they know exactly what I'm feeling. And, you know, there's, it's not just a physical thing. You got to deal with having scars for the rest of your life. I was 22 when I got burned. I'm now 64. So I've had to deal with, you know, people staring when my, my shirt is off at the beach and whatever. And I, I understand because it's different. Yeah. But I would rather somebody just say, wow, you got burned. What happened? Then keep looking out of the corner of their eye, staring at me, thinking I don't notice. Right. So, you know, but that's just me. Other people don't feel comfortable talking about it, you know, which yeah. is fine. But, but when you can, especially when a person is currently in the hospital still dealing with the injury yeah that's when i feel like i can do the best in helping them because forgetting about the the horror connection mm-hmm. i'm just a guy that's been burned and i know how you feel right so um i i do that whenever i can it just seems to be a lot of you know uh, red tape to get through sometimes to be able to right. visit a burn unit because other some people have ulterior motives and you have to be very careful and right stuff but uh, so yeah i do do that as much as i can well seeing that circles right back around to that heart of gold thing that we're going to cut out and not tell anybody <laughs> that's right <laughs> kane you otter's a talk, monster you cut out that heart of gold or i'll cut your heart out <laughs> that's right with with a spoon with a spoon because oh. it's much more difficult <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Kane Hodder's a monster. That's what everyone needs to know. That's right. That's right. So, God damn it. I'm an image. That's right. I'm an image. <laughs> so being a monster, do you have a favorite monster? Like, you know, you're you're kind of the the new universal monsters with, you know, Michael Myers and Leatherface, but do you have a favorite classic universal monster? I do. And And when I was a kid, I had... All the models, the 12-inch Aurora, I believe, uh, models that you would put together of all of the classic characters. I had Dracula, I had the creature, yes, uh, you know, Wolfman, and I. My ultimate favorite always was Frankenstein. Yes, because I, I just loved the terrifying image of someone that's not in any rush to get to you. He's still going to get there. And that's how I always approach Jason, you know, right. There's no, there's no need for me to run. I've never run one step as Jason in one of the movies, but I'm sure you know that I did all the motion capture for Jason in the video game, the new one. Oh yeah. And here was a kind of a dilemma I had to, uh, encounter was while doing the motion capture, the the gun media guys Wes and Ronnie are telling me, you know, you're going to be able as a player to play as part three Jason in this game. Uh huh. And and I was like, uh oh, I think I know where you're going with this yeah. because part three Jason did run. Uh huh. So I I had to accept that because just because I never ran as Jason, other people did. Right. And if you're going to play the game as one of those, I have to do those performances justice because that's what they did. So right. I did technically run as Jason 
for the video game. That is awesome. I know I watched you yeah. do the gasoline can kill the other night oh. with the motion capture. It was, that was pretty right. cool seeing that behind the scenes. I don't look too scary in spandex. Or maybe I do in spandex. <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't know. <laughs> I thought so. You're still scary. Always. Always scary. All right. Good. So, Kane, what kind of scary stuff do you have coming up? Oh, boy. You know, I I did four films last year, and I'm pretty excited about all of them. Yes. Um, I did one uh, called Knife Corp. Ooh. One word where it's about teenagers that sell knife sets door to door. And <laughs> the tagline of the movie is 10,000 doors in the city. They had to knock on his. Oh. His, of course, being mine. And yes. I end up kidnapping a girl kind of kind of because I've lost my daughter to a violent crime, so I'm trying to replace her. So I kidnap oh. somebody, which is no not a justifiable reason to do so, <laughs> right. but you almost think, well, oh, it's interesting angle yes. to to that whereas normally I'm just an indiscriminate killer. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's kinda of like, oh, there's a kind of a reason for it. And then I did one called Fanboy. 13 uh, and it's about a guy that's obsessed with the friday the 13th movies and thinks he's jason oh wow and i play myself in it <laughs> and i i get in a fight with him and it appears that i'm gonna die as a result of my injuries and i'm dying in the arms of an actress named jennifer banco yeah who was young tina in part seven right Back in 1988, of course, now she's uh, uh, quite a bit older than that, and uh, she, <laughs> I'm kind of dying in her arms, and I do a really emotional scene oh. with her, where, um, and the director director is Deborah Voorhees, oddly <laughs> enough, spelled, spelled the right way, too. Oh, wow. And Yeah, I know. And uh, I asked her if I could ad-lib some dialogue in my dying scene and see if it would work. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to use that take, but I ad libbed a bunch of stuff about my dad. Cause I, I lost my dad shortly after my career started. Oh. He was around to witness me in the hospital, but not to witness any of my success after that, uh, which really sucks. Right. But I did, I talked about some stuff because I'm playing myself. Yeah in the movie so I could talk about real real stuff and I was just very very emotional crying and stuff and so was she and Deborah uh -huh. cut and there were two crew members male crew members crying holy cow <laughs> yeah so that's pretty cool and and then I did one called murder all <laughs> where I'm endorsing a product that keeps your murderous rages uh contained when you can't do so without medication it's kind of a comedy thing right uh, but yeah so uh oh. and then uh, the good things devils do is another one so i'm wow. excited about all those coming out and then this year uh i guess i can't talk about the stuff because deals aren't done but a couple right. of amazing movies uh that i'll be shooting this year Oh, man. Well, maybe we'll have to get you back on for those when you can talk about them. 
Yeah. Oh. I just appreciate you having me in here and uh hey. I'm gonna go find that motherfucker that was staring at me through the window. Please do. And will you tell the people out there that you're Kane Hodder and they should listen to Scared Stupid? <laughs> hey, this is Kane Hodder. I suggest you listen to Scared Stupid, or I will kill you. <laughs> that is perfect. Kane, thank All you right. so much for coming in here with us today. I appreciate it it's beyond belief. So I hope you have an amazing evening, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All See right. Ya. See you, buddy.